0: Hello. Welcome back to Professional Messmakers. I am Brother Brooks. Last episode, we talked about being loved and chosen by God. In this episode, we will talk about being called. You know, there's certain things in life you can't do anything about except respond to them. And thankfully, being loved and chosen by God are such things. In today's episode, we'll discuss being called in the various ways that God has called. People to their purpose. Initially, our callers can seem like we're stepping into a mess, but God knows way, way, way better than you or I. Samuel, Saul, David, Jonah all come up and discuss this, including myself and a couple of current um, members of society. We'll start the day in 1 Samuel, 3rd chapter. Samuel, as as a young man, is called to be a prophet by God the Lord came to Samuel in the rare form of a dream. Samuel, at the time, was staying in the temple with the prophet Eli. Samuel woke up and went to Eli three different times in the middle of the night once he heard a voice calling him, and he asked Eli, what did he want? Eli sent him back to sleep the first several times, and finally Eli realized, wait a minute, this is the Lord speaking to Samuel. He told Samuel, the next time you hear the voice, stop. Answer and listen. God told him. And God told Samuel. Excuse me. What he would do in Egypt. In Israel. As it pertains to Saul. King Saul. Saul was uh, Saul was out looking for his father's donkeys one day. His lost donkeys. Him and the servant. And this was before Saul became king. and He was not able to find. The donkeys at that point in time. And donkeys were very, very valuable at that point in time. And for they had a purpose, just like we do. But anyway, the servant uh, suggested that they asked Samuel, since Samuel was a prophet known to have visions that were true. Well, just as Saul arrived in the Samuel's presence, the Lord touched Samuel's spirit and stated, "This is the young man I told you about in last night's dream. This is the one who's, who will be appointed to be the king of Israel." And this was found in First Samuel the ninth chapter, seventeenth verse. I would like to imagine that everyone nowadays know the story of David, how David came to be king. However, in talking to a young lady the other day, uh, she didn't even know the story of two fish and five loaves. Took me back for a minute, you know, and um, we enlightened each other about a couple of things through that conversation. God was definitely present. But in 1 Samuel, 16th chapter, 1st to 13th verse, Lord told Samuel, that Saul would no longer remain king and that a new king would be coming from Bethlehem. He said that the new king would be from the tribe of Jesse. Jesse brought his sons to a planned dinner, uh, not knowing this, as Samuel was prepared to anoint the new king just as God was stated. Elam Jesse's son, walked in, being tall, handsome, well-chiseled, and S- Samuel thought to himself, hmm, this must be the one. And God spoke to Samuel saying, I have not chosen him. I do not look at people on the outside. I judge people by what's in their heart. And then seven of Jesse's sons all proceeded in to see if any of them were the chosen one. None of them fit the bill. Samuel turned to Jesse and asked, are these all your sons? Do you have any other? Jesse stated, well, there's one other out in the field. He's herding sheep. Samuel sent for him and they stood until he came and when david returned when david came excuse me and entered the room the lord stated this is the one stand up and anoint him and the lord came into david's spirit and remained with him and uh, several key points arise at this point right now that we'll we'll point out one bethlehem is quite the place to make an entry whether it was david coming in from the fields or jesus coming into the world bethlehem seems quite the entry point. point two When the Lord calls you and anoints you, he does not leave you. He stays with you. He provides. He takes over. For David, for example, didn't take over as king till many years later. But if you know the story, the Lord was certainly with him. Whether he was battling Goliath, whether he was dealing with Saul, whether he was playing the harp for Saul who later wanted to kill him or blessed him to write so much of the Bible that we turn to the day for comfort. God has a plan for each of us, and you know it may take us some years to step into. Or we may run from it like Jonah, but God has a purpose, and I walk on earth. And if God has a purpose for us, He will bring us back to that purpose. Personally, I can say that I hesitate in a, for a moment about starting this podcast and a couple other things I have in the pot. Um, it's been on my heart for a year or two now, and you know I thought, huh, eh, I may run out of content. Huh? I don't know where to begin. I don't know where to look. And honestly. God's put so many things in my spirit, my mind, and my heart that I don't know if my lifetime is enough to express them all. And I think that's it in a nutshell, though. God has called on each of us to do our part. The hand can't do what the foot does, and the eye can't do what the finger does. But we are not to do everything, as stated in 1 Corinthians 12, but we are to do our part where we are. Everyone has a purpose. Everyone has a part. And yeah, I said we cannot and are not to do everything, and that's a double negative, and uh, please forgive me. Anyway, let's not forget about Jonah, because sometimes we can step away from our purpose or try to run from it. God can call us back to it or bring it bring it back to us. Um, with Jonah, God called Jonah to go to Nineveh and, and bring his word there, and Jonah instead jumped on a boat in the opposite direction, tried to hide or step away from his purpose. And... Uh, Jonah ended up being thrown overboard when God sent a storm. And the crew members who had known each other for years all realized something was wrong. They'd been on the seas time and time again. They realized, wait a minute, this ain't no regular storm. They knew something was wrong. They tossed Jonah overboard and the seas calmed. Now, the funny thing is in tossing Jonah overboard, a big fish jumped up and swallowed him. Nothing but God. And when we step away from our purpose and don't do what we know we should do and what God has called us to do, even to this day, we get tossed up, tossed around when we're operating in the wrong capacity. Joel, Jonah, inside that fish, was made to sit for three days. And Now, there's several significance of three days throughout throughout the Christian walk, and uh, but we'll leave that one there for now. Jonah complied. He went to Nineveh. But, but I'll say this as Jonah learned. Don't make God send for you. Because at that point, we can't choose our method of arrival. We can't choose how we get there. I mean, like I say, just ask Jonah. That that gets beyond our our comfort zone even. Talk about a calling. Bring you up to modern times. There was a gentleman who was given a job. The gentleman was by the name of John Hammond. He was then the general manager of the Milwaukee Bucks basketball team and he found himself in a mess. His job was to assemble the best group of NBA players that he could to compete in Milwaukee. The thing is, it's Milwaukee. It doesn't have the glitz or glamor of New York, the limelight of LA or the weather of South Beach. And therefore he had to build through the draft. He had to acquire players who wanted to play NBA basketball in a good city and you know, Milwaukee is a good city. They're great people there. But those people had to want to be there and be appreciative of their experience. And through his overseas connection, John kept hearing about this young man in Athens, had a great work ethic and freakish athleticism. Well, John hopped on a plane and went to see for himself, and he was not disappointed. Apparently, many people hadn't heard about the Greek freak at the time, but John tried to keep it a secret until draft night. And on that night, Giannis Antetokounmpo was selected number 15th overall, and the Greek freak arrived to the NBA. Eight, year le- eight years later, that hard work and that call to get on the plane paid off. As the Milwaukee Bucks organization was rewarded with their first championship in fifty years. It took a lanky, skinny kid known as a Greek freak, freak excuse me, who was selling shades and other trinkets on the streets of Athens so him and his brothers could make their help their family make ends meet. That young man stepped into his purpose. He honed his skill and he grew. He was hungry for success and the opportunity that God had called him to. And David did the same, as did Samuel. Even Jonah grew in faith and courage, as we have the opportunity to as well. His family of five now boasts now boast as the only family in NBA history with three different brothers having championship rings. The younger brother, Costas, one of the younger brothers, second youngest, um, won a ring last year with lot Le- with LeBron and the Los Angeles Lakers as a role player. His brother Thanasis, is actually on the team with him and Giannis, you know, himself, he gave he, he, he's there and he won the ring. And if you haven't seen any and if you haven't seen someone stepping and working their purpose, I encourage you to watch game six and watch how this young man put on a 50-point performance when his teammates were off, when other people, even on the other team, was off. You watched him will himself. And his team to victory. You watch him and if you watched it, I mean, it is a, even though it's basketball and even though it's entertainment, you see someone not only step into his purpose, but after celebrating this young man sat down and said, guys, if you work hard and believe and give God the glory, you can reach your dreams. He used that opportunity to encourage others. And we're all calling some capacity. And God will be with us as we walk or, say, step into our purpose. He won't leave us alone. He gives us, he's already placed inside us, as I said in Jeremiah, what we need to accomplish. There's nothing we can do to get ready. We work. We step forward in faith. And no matter what, as with Jonah, God will steer us not only back to our purpose, but through our purpose. Well, that's it for this week. I'm out. And as always, be you, do you, stay you. Take care until next time. God bless.